Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. And good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh that is Mick and V. Lynn. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We are live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy. And Mick is back there playing with a whole bunch of fucking shit. And that's okay, because you know what? You know what he does to me when I come on his podcast is he plays anchors away. Every time. He, he plays time. anchors away every time. Like, it's, it's the failure. It's the, he's here, the seller. Oh, God, I love these two people. But you know what? I'm not going to go ahead and play the Army theme song because I don't even know what the oh, fuck God. it is. I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> you know, long? Really? Um, I, yeah, that's true. It's almost as gay as the Navy song, so you really legitimately should have played it. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. there, but there is one thing I did want to play, and... Um, this is something I was trying to play yesterday. We played a different one instead. This is only a minute long, but I'm going to play this as an intro because I think this is, this is going to set the precedent for the conversation we're going to have tonight. Crossfire Hurricane are in the crosshairs. We know what the FBI was looking for. We know what was going on. We're going to be talking a lot about this, kind of going over maybe a little bit about what Crossfire Hurricane was about for those people who are new to all this. But uh, let's, let's listen to uh, former President Ronald Reagan here. Our Founding Fathers, here in this country, brought about the only true revolution that has ever taken place in man's history. Every other revolution simply exchanged one set of rulers for another set of rulers. But only here did that little band of men so advance beyond their time that the world has never seen their like since, evolve the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. All right, that was Ronald Reagan, and that was a speech that I had quoted last night. And, and very important there, because, you know, Ronald Reagan was an amazing orator. Um, and I think that, uh, I, don't, I don't know this for certain, but I know that he wrote a lot of his own speeches and that he winged a lot of his stuff. <laughs> he, he, he did it on the fly, and it, it's pretty amazing. So if you listen to the Dark Delight show this morning, I did a whole segment on America. And it pissed some people off. I had one caller who was all mad, and I had to put him in his place. But uh, what, was he, what was he mad about? So I, I was saying that um, what we have to do to save America. I reminded people what America was, right? And really what I was referencing is this. And I'll, I'll read it again because I think that it's a uh, – it was actually the one that I was looking for yesterday, and I read a different one, but the other one that I read was my favorite one because I couldn't find it, and I was bumbling. But this one is it's a Q post. Okay. And it, it, it's a very important one because 
a lot of these begin the layout kind of like who and what we are and what we are there for. And so the one I read yesterday is, um, oh no, did I read this one yesterday? Maybe I didn't. Oh, either way, I'll read it again. Is the entire world is watching. Patriots from around the world are praying for America. We are all bound by a feeling deep inside, a feeling that cannot be publicly expressed for fear of ridicule, a feeling that challenges the mainstream narrative against that which we are told to accept and dare not question. Put simply, that people are being abused by those in power and time is running out. Remember the battles of Lexington and Concord. Give me liberty or give me death. For far too long we have been silent and allowed our bands of strength that we once formed to defend freedom and liberty to deteriorate. We became divided. We became weak. We elected traitors to govern us. We allowed evil to prey on us. Those who claimed to represent us gave us false hope, made false promises. The evil and corruption only grew. This is more about party. Po this is more than party politics. This is about restoring old glory. This is about saving our land and our people from those who wish us harm. This is about preserving our republic. This is about preserving our safety. This is about restoring our strength. This is about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This is about protecting our children. This is about saving America. We are all God's children. We are fathers, we are mothers, we are daughters, we are sons, we are brothers, we are sisters. We do not look at race, we do not look at skin colors. We are united in these states of America. We are and will always be patriots. We must rise again, we must unite again, we must fight again for God and country. God bless America, where we go, one we go all. Now, I, that's like one of my two favorite Q posts there. And the reason is, is because it's really saying where we came from and where we need to go, what we need to do. So, so, so hold, before, before you continue, so sure. what you're basically telling me is that it was kind of a mission statement of sorts. Mm -hmm. Very, very uniquely worded mission statement. Much like our founding fathers had given us in the Declaration of Independence in the country that we were to build. Uh, almost a mission statement of sorts. Look, you pissed us off. Now we're going to beat the shit out of you. However, listen to, you know, we've got some terms. If you, you would abide by these terms, then we're good. Kick old King George out of America and all of a sudden we're good again because now they can abide by those terms. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. It's a mission statement. And, and it's a call. It's a call to wake up America, to understand that we've been duped. And, and so I, I had said this on the Dark Delight show. And I went on to say that, you know, this is about us rising up. This is about the 10th Amendment. This is about taking action, getting out and voting. It is about, you know, if the sanctitude of our elections is broken, then we need to do something about it. We need to take action within the states. We need to replace as many as we can on the local and the state level. And this guy came in, and I'm like, oh, it's one of our favorite callers again. And he came, well, I'm probably not going to be after this. And he went on, and, and I was saying that we need to unite people. You know, whether, I, I don't care if you're a liberal Democrat. I don't care if you're a radical conservative, right? Is that we need to unite America as America. And if people don't want to be united, then fuck them, right? Let them go. Absolutely. And I've been... We actually had someone in our uh, in our chat last night on the show, and I'm I'm usually pretty lenient about P 
people in the chat, you know, say what you want. The, the rules of the chat is there are no rules. However, I do draw the line when you're a hardcore liberal and trying to incite us to violence because now that's that's what they're doing, right? He's coming on and going, well, you guys are so mad. When are you going to start? Like, go out in the streets with your guns. Start shooting people. Let's go. No, we're not playing that game. Um, because we do need to unite because people don't understand they're so it's like the Sam Harris clip today, right? They're still so wrapped up in the Trump derangement syndrome. They haven't figured out that the elites don't give any more of a fuck about them as they do about us. Mm -hmm. It's us. It's not us against the brainwashed libtards in the streets. It's we, the people, against the globalist deep state cabal that's trying to kill us all. Well, if we're gonna if we're gonna do that though, I, I say this. <laughs> I think you guys talked about it, and uh, you, you you talked about the last time, and you said that you're right. No pl plan ever survives survives ever survives. Hold on a second, time. guys. Let me, let me try to fix something. Yeah. We got an echo. Okay. Fix an echo. Fix, fix an echo. Okay, go ahead again, Mick. So, uh, like I was saying, if um, we had a conversation, like I said, you or you guys did on your on the last show that you were on our show on Monday um, or on Tuesday, you guys talked about how no plan ever survives, never survives first contact. It never does. You have an idea of what you want to go in and do, what you want to try to accomplish. You have an end state. Everything in the middle is kind of wavy because it moves with the tide. You're absolutely right. Never disagree with that. Mm -hmm. However, if you look at what has already been accomplished, right? When did people really start waking up? 2017. Why? Because we heard this guy that, or this thing or this whatever you want to call it, this interdimensional being, whatever. We can call him a unicorn, unicorn fart <laughs> if that makes everybody happy. Um, Q. And he told us about all this stuff. And he said, hey, look at this, 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 and this. Wasn't a whole lot of people woke up. If you think about it, his initial hit was probably maybe a couple hundred, maybe two, three hundred people, mm -hmm. possibly, maybe more. Um, and as they started to evolve and as it started to evolve, it became a whole other thing, right? Well, my, my point is this. They were good enough to pull this off up to this point. We always underestimate our enemy let's overestimate this time let's just say they're not a bunch of daft sleepy retarded you know screw-ups or whatever let's just go ahead and say that they're actually pretty smart because they've been able to pull the wool over our eyes for the past i don't know what 50 to 100 years for all we know mm -hmm. from what we can estimate right now uh, 75 to 100 years. Somewhere around there? Yeah. I mean, well, they've been playing the long game since... Shit, this has been going on World since World the inception of the country. We've been having them try to infiltrate this country for the longest time. Um, you know, the World War of 1812, Civil War. So, yeah, I mean, but the, the real progression from... Uh, the, the globalists, the multinationalists, has been happening for about 100 years now. So, yeah, so it's about 100 years. I mean, they've been able to do this to us for about 100 years, remain in the shadows. It wasn't until we, people like us, started drawing light to those shadows that they became more aware of, oh, shit, there's actually people that know about us and they're not even on our side. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. That's a problem. Enter conspiracy theorists. Oh, that's what's going on. Maybe that's what it's on. 
I don't know. Well, well, it's working now, so fuck it. Yeah, you fixed it, whatever it was. So, yeah. um, well, you know, they, they call us conspiracy theorists, but I'm going to minimize this real quick because I did have... Well, did you see Sam Harris today? Yeah, we played yes. that clip earlier. That was insane. Was that not ridiculous? I mean, he just said, you know, we said the quiet part out loud. Like, I don't give a fuck about the kids. And, uh, he he could have, I don't give a fuck about kids. He could have had kids dead kids in, in his, his basement. basement. And um, I don't care no, about the kids. No, Anything on the Biden laptop? Yeah, no, we, we go down that rabbit hole. We know Joe has taken payments from China and Ukraine and whatnot, but that's not as bad as Trump University. Right. Are you well, kidding let, me? let me play this clip real quick. I want everybody to see what Sam Harris said. If you don't know who Sam Harris, fucking douchebag podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you better go look him up. All right. Look him up. <laughs> okay, one second. Let me let me get this out here. Uh, it's probably going to bring the echo back if we talk during it, but I'll try not to. Oh, yeah, we'll hit our Okay, there we go. Biden literally could have had, had the corpses of children in his basement. I would not have cared, right? It's like it's, there's nothing. First of all, it's Hunter Biden, right? It's not. It's like it's not Joe Biden, but. Even if Joe, like, even the, whatever scope of Joe Biden's corruption is, like, if you, if we could just go down that rabbit hole endlessly and and understand that he's getting kickbacks from Hunter Biden's deals in Ukraine or wherever else, right, or China, it is infinitesimal compared to the corruption we know Trump is involved in. It's like it's like it's like a firefly to the sun, right? I mean, like, there, there's just. It doesn't even it doesn't even stack up against Trump University, right? Trump University as a story is worse than anything that could be in, in Hunter Biden's laptop, in my view, right? Now that's not that doesn't answer the people who say it's still completely unfair to not have looked at the laptop in a timely way and to have shut down the you know the New York Post's Twitter account. Like that that's a, just a conspiracy that's a left wing conspiracy to deny the presidency to Donald Trump. Absolutely it was. Absolutely. Right. But I think it was warranted. Right. And I'm and again, it's a coin toss as to whether or not Sam, I'm sorry. that particular piece. I'm, I'm really yeah. sorry. I, I was the one that said we should move yeah, yeah. on. But you've just oh, said yeah. something I really struggle with it. there, which is the, you kid, support, the, kid, the, kid, the kids in the basement. You No, no. <laughs> fuck yeah. the kids in the basement. I'm interested yeah. in democracy. You're saying you are content with a left wing conspiracy to prevent somebody being democratically reelected as president. Well, no, I'm, I'm content. Well, so it's, but the thing is, it's just not left wing, right? So Liz Cheney is not left wing, right? Liz Cheney is doing everything with a in her power to prevent somebody no, being but democratic. It's not like a, no, but there's nothing conspiracy. It's not. It, it was a conspiracy out in the open. It does, but it doesn't matter if it was. A, it doesn't matter what parts conspiracy, what parts out in the open. I mean, I think it's like if people get together and talk and talk about what should we do with, about this phenomenon. You know, if if it's like if there if there was an asteroid hurtling toward Earth. And and we got in a room. Okay, that that that's enough of that shit. So what uh, a freaking whack job! Don't look up anybody. There's an asteroid hurtling toward Earth. And we don't have to tell everybody. We can bring everybody in in the room, and we can say, "Don't don't worry. There's no asteroid coming towards us." Are you fucking kidding me? Well, you know, Hunter Biden could have little kids buried in his basement and he doesn't care because Trump University is way worse. Does, does anybody remember Trump University? What happened is, is Trump funded a third party to license his name. 
They went out there and created a university, a college that people could go and attend to. And they vetted the company. His investment corporation vetted the company. They went out there. And just like 97% of all of those schools that came up when Congress passed that bill, allowing for private corporations to enter that scope and sphere, it failed. And it got sued and they paid the money back and Trump was on the hook for it because his name was attached to it. But other than that, there's no conspiracy. Trump probably didn't even know what the fuck was going on because it was through his investment company. And, and, and Sam Harris wants to sit there and say, that's worse than, than Hunter Biden, Biden fucking his 14-year-old niece, blowing cocaine with Malia Obama when she was 16, two blocks away from the White House, negotiating billion-dollar deals with China and a quid pro quo while his father's vice president negotiating freaking energy deals in Ukraine to get Joe Biden as vice president, millions of dollars of kickbacks over the next 10 years? Yeah, really, Sam? China and Ukraine? Ukraine? Yeah, 10% for the big guy. Unbelievable. Yeah, and see, this is what we're up against. So much worse. It's so, I, I, obviously, you know, the, those, those kids were traumatized. Huh. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even want to talk about the kids because that's just... That, that's just screwed up to all end exactly but but the sam harris to come out there and make that statement just shows how soulless godless how evil and corrupted that mind actually is and it's funny because people like that they get millions upon millions of views they get millions upon millions of dollars the echo is back apparently the echo is back uh yep 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 that's my fault Let's try now. It, it, okay, let, let's test it. You guys go, and I'm going to go. Okay, I, I'm try- testing one now. If we can get it 5-5, five, five, let me know. Mick Mi- yep. and Elon, go ahead. Okay, are you guys, can you hear us? Is there an echo? 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 Yeah. But, yeah, Sam Harris, just his, his career just went up in flames, just burst into flames. Like, you can see the smoke rising up behind him. I don't know. CNN might hire him. <laughs> I, to replace I, he's going to have to fight Liz Cheney. You know, I, I hear she might be taking uh, unreliable sources. <laughs> so for some weird reason, your guys's audio, which is coming through Zoom, is going through my audio input, which is just set up for my microphone. I have no idea why. That's wow. so weird. And my audio output is happening at the same time. So it's capturing the output. So the two are going together. Yeah. And that's what's causing the echo. So I have to just mute my audio output. And now you guys we're are we're both on my primary channel. So I don't know. We'll just go with it because it's working. Your guys' internet's working. But this yeah. is this is fucked up, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, we get uh, there's so much. Well, uh, and I have a, a theory, and I know you're gonna love this one. You hear about that that uh cannibal coronal mass ejection that's hitting us today? Yeah. Yeah. I think right. I got something on it. Hold on. It's like go two ahead. different storms merging together to hit us and i apologize if you guys hear dogs barking in the background we have a pack of giant puppies in our house right now besides our two giant puppies you know we have an irish wolfhound puppy who's 100 pounds and an irish setter puppy who's 60 pounds my best friend dropped her three dogs off with us for a week so (laughs) now we have a great dane puppy who is 100 pounds and a great dane lab puppy who's 60 pounds so i have a like four puppies and then an 11 year old plot hound who's just hanging out in my kids room um you know sometimes she babysits but yeah they're just in the, and it's pouring rain so they can't go outside so they're just destroying our living room right now 
And so. so they're supposed to arrive today. This could be a cannibal CME event. In other words, the second CME might overtake and gobble up the first one, creating a mishmash of the two. Cannibal CMEs contain tangled magnetic fields and compressed plasma that sometimes spark strong magnetic storms. Now, this is interesting. I, I, I absolutely, I'm fascinated with science. Mick, we know you're not. It's okay. But I, I'm fascinated with science. Wow. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you, Mick. Mick, I'm just messing with you. But, but listen. We're coming out of a prolonged solar minimum. What does that mean is typically the sun goes on 11-year um, sun cycles. These are solar minimums and solar maximums. And so they typically go up and go down and go up and go down. What a prolonged minimum means is that the 11 years in between, typically you should have this much activity, but you're only getting like this much. And so for like, I think three decades, we had a very, very low minimum. And what that means is that the sun has an overexhaustion of energy of which it's going to get out. And typically this happens every few um, 10,000 years, 20,000, 30,000 years, where you get these massive builds up of solar energy that hurl towards the earth during a ma massive solar maximum. And this is what people are believing that we're in right now. Very well could be. So I'm, I'm interested to see what happens with this. Okay. What? I'm sorry, Josh, but... Um... You know, they always, whenever we say coronal mass ejection, they're always like, oh, it's a coronal mass erection. Yeah. And then you're talking about, you know, this, this, this buildup of energy. And it just brings me, I don't know if you're familiar with Leanna Wilbert, who shows on uh, um, Foxhole every morning and now Twitch as well. We can sort of go on Twitch every morning. But, but she's, she's always talking about, what is it, Leanna? Uh, I know she's in here right now. Um, D, D, oh, the BDE, yeah, uh, Big Dick Energy. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, DSB. Oh, yeah. Dangerous sperm buildup. Build up. Sounds yep. just like what uh, what the sun is going through right now. You know, it's amazing how the, the, the micro is reflective of the macro. Well, I was just about to say that, as above, so below. And, and that's yeah. the truth in the nature is that... Everybody's individual body is a little micro universe. Sun's got blue balls. Exactly. That's exactly it. The sun's got blue balls. Dangerous sunburst. Dangerous sunburst. <laughs> They'll DSP. <laughs> oh, yes. No. All right. Fantastic. Well, here's here's one for you, Josh, because yeah. I know you're fascinated with science. So I, I actually pulled a couple uh, science stories for you tonight. Ooh. Besides that one, besides the coronal mass ejection. Right. Um, so this this one caught my eye. Scientists blast atoms with Fibonacci laser to make an extra dimension of time. What? <laughs> Not you, even you fucking didn't? kidding. Okay, hold on a second. You know what this is? Do you remember what they called the uh, the beam, the particle beam, in the beginning of Don't Angels and streets. Demons? In the beginning of a <laughs> yeah, Angels and Demons. It's a Fibonacci laser. It was a Fibonacci yeah. beam. Fibonacci, yeah. That's yeah. The, proton, yeah. the proton beam that they used that they speed around that 17-mile track all the way mm -hmm. around and comes back. Isn't that odd, so, 17 miles? Um, by, they, you know, they just do these things to see what's going to happen because if it ends the world, then well, now, then now, they... Now tell me what they did again. So read that headline again. So scientists... Scientists blast atoms mm -hmm. with Fibonacci laser to make an extra dimension of time. Interesting. Okay. Now, so, and this this is okay. in uh, li live science. All right. Uh, by firing a Fibonacci laser pulse at atoms inside a quantum computer, physicists have created a completely new strange phase of matter that behaves as if it had two dimensions of time. So was, wasn't that confirmed, though, to be an echo when it was hit? 
the well, initial, they thought it was an we, echo, you know, and then we, they expounded upon it, and they actually realized, no, it was... No, no, this is brand new. This is brand new. Yeah, this is uh, published two days ago. Yeah. No, is, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm so, looking at it as well. I was just... Yeah, so uh, the inclusion of a theoretical extra time dimension is a completely different way of thinking about phases of matter, lead author Philip... Uh, okay. I want to. I want to. I want to explain this to everybody in in the science of my mind. Okay. Yeah, please. Now, a Fibonacci laser is a pulsed laser in the sequence of, I believe, in the Fibonacci sequence. So you have one, exactly. one, two, three, five, eight, eleven, so on and so forth. So it increases in intensity in correlation to the Fibonacci sequence, uh, and this would be the amount of photons that are being shot out of it, and they probably spiralate this. Um, within a time sequence that is like a seven five time sequence or something like that that's very similar. Now what no, we, the time sequence matches the the, the sequence the as well. Right. So okay. over time with that same sequence within and it spins through time. So that's basically what it is. Okay. Does. Now they're using uh, uridium ions to do this. So there's 10 uridium ions. And what they did is they hit it with this laser and they began to jiggle. But they jiggled and produced this new phase of matter Okay, now what they use interesting words here, rhythmically jiggle. So what they're actually doing here is not creating a new state of matter. What, what they did is they just separated the dimensionality of the ubridium atoms. Basically, they just showed us the alternative universe that exists right next to it on a level of frequency, just a little hair, cut hair to the right. So, so it's an echo. So yeah, yeah it's, it's like an echo from an alternate dimension. Exactly. It's, it's like how they the the timelines are split. It is it yeah, is but proof they that the timelines can be split. Yep, I 100% agree with that. I'm Great not, assessment. I'm not disagreeing with either one of you. What no, I'm saying not. is they created the echo where they saw it. Now we know it exists, but they couldn't hold it and yeah. it snapped right like back into image. normal time. Yeah. Right. And, and the reason they probably couldn't hold it is because most likely what happened is they did a phase derivation of the quantum state with a particular frequency within the Fibonacci band. And when they deviated away from that frequency in the Fibonacci band on the increasing cyclic nature of the laser, that's when it snapped back. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a <laughs> laser scientist, so I can't... Uh, I love expound. this stuff. I'm a nerd, man. Fascinating, right? I love it. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's cool because it brings us into the idea of, of the multiverse and alternate dimensions. And Dr. So Dr. Strange is probably one of my favorites. Could actually exist on this plane of time. If that he probably does. True. I wouldn't doubt it. Have you guys ever seen the Netflix show OA? All movies are documentaries. Yes. Yes. Mm hmm. Like we're yeah. going to go out and do our little dance and we're going to we're going to jump into the, 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 the multiverse. Exactly. Well, I mean. So. You do what you got to do, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, I support it all. So CNN has canceled Brian Stelter. Yeah, Mr. Potato Head He's is gone. gone. Mr. Potato Head is gone. He's gone. So now who are we going to make fun of? I know, right? The, the, other, chick, the, the, the other dumb chick that uh, just replaced, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rachel uh, Maddow. Mad Cow Maddow, um, she went out there, her teleprompter was all broke, and it said, well, I'm just so happy to be here with you every Tuesday through Friday for this hour every night. And then she sat there, and there was like this long pause, like, did I really just say that? I've only got a show that's on four days a week. 
What, they gave Monday time slot to somebody else? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so a lot of people were asking me to explain that again in stupid terms. (laughs) Okay. So what I want people to understand is that think about a variable laser in frequency. Increasing frequency, decreasing frequency, okay? So you have photons being shot out at increasing variations of frequency. You have a ubidium atom, which has a quantum fluctuative state. And on the Planck's level, basically look at it as vibrating strings at a certain frequency that are in tune with like cosmic coherence in the sense that the, the multiverse is inherent with all of them, right? And that our reality is only a small little fraction of that phase of that primary frequency. And what they did is shooting this laser at it, one of the frequencies in the variation tickled the atom to kind of just show us a glimpse of both universes just for a split second until that frequency shifted away. So that's kind of what I was saying. Think, think about it this way, actually. I got an easier way to explain it. Um, so if you, you, you know that light is measured in two different, two different functions. It has a, it, it's, it's measured in megahertz as well as um, the bigger one, which I can't remember off the top of my head right now, but it's well, measured in megahertz and over distance and time. It's also measured kind of more like a bullet, how fast it moves. Um, it can be measured in distance. It can be measured in time both of those scenarios so understanding all of that if you think about the way a wave works and when you match waves what happens to the original wave that you had it becomes a flat line why because it's completely created a whole new essentially created a new plane because you just match the waves completely everything is matching going across the screen it creates another separate line that's completely different now because it just went flat line now anything added to that is a variation of that new frequency created that being said that's pretty much what happened you had all of that laser beam was shot into those protons and as it hit them it basically neutralized the vibration and we saw a little glimpse that kind of okay sped off I, I, and then it snapped back you're talking about we- destructive interference in the sense of wave exactly. probability um and and, and very could well be is that that's exactly what happened is it produced a state of destructive interference where we saw two quantum states from different realities emerge due to that. And, and yeah. that correlates directly to something that I talk about called uh, optimization theory and how optimization actually formulates between variations of relationship of energy. Um, but yeah, fascinating. Um, do you get any more science? Cause I, I, we're going to talk about crossfire hurricane. We're going to get into that. These two always love to get fringy, so let's go. Let's 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 do some more science. We're going to talk about cause for a hurricane, guys. Don't be yelling at me. Two two more science stories for you. This yeah. this one was fun. All right. So we we had a story a while back about mites that live on your skin, and at night they travel to your face to on, fuck on your okay. nipples, <laughs> and they travel to your face to <laughs> they, fuck. They're face fucking mites. Okay. Yes. So, and it was hysterically funny. <laughs> we couldn't stop laughing. That's fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but it's hysterical, though, when you think about it. It gives, a, it gives you a like, whole new reason. It gives you a whole new idea towards blackheads and whiteheads. 
right? So, wow, that's really racist, dude. That's anyway, uber racist. So, might so Mick, might shit and might sperm, dude. Come on. Yes. So um, so Mick sent it was me, a might party. Mick sent me on a hunt to find a story that was just as funny, and and our our audience tends to have the same crass sense of humor that we do, and I couldn't I couldn't find one quite as funny, but this one struck my fancy anyway uh, from Science Daily. Scientists relieved to discover curious creature with no anus is not the earliest human ancestor. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. Say again, what? An international team of researchers have discovered that a mysterious microscopic creature from which humans were thought to descend is part of a different family tree. Of course. Resembling an angry minion... The scoryhortus is a spiky, wrinkly sack. Basically, it looks like a ball, ball sack with a large mouth surrounded by spines and holes that were interpreted as pores for gills, a primitive feature of the deuterostome group from which our own deep ancestors emerged. However, extensive analysis of 500 million year old fossils from China has shown that the holes around the mouth are bases of spine that broke away during the preservation of fossils. Finally, revealing the evolutionary affinity of the microfossil Sakuratus. Some of the fossils are so perfectly preserved that they look almost alive, says Yunnan Liu, a professor in paleobiology at Chuang University in Zheng, China. Nope, that's uh, your problem. Yeah, Scoriordis was a curious beast with a mouth but no anus and rings of complex spines around its mouth. And in fact, the, the animal just broke up so there weren't really spines around its mouth but it didn't have an anus and they thought that that's where we descended from and they were very relieved to find out that no actually we we did not send from a wrinkly ball sack with Holy no anus. That, who paid for that <laughs> well you know just, who paid for that and, and people who are, are are biblical will understand what i'm saying here and i'm not confirming this information but this is actually highly accurate scientific information that <laughs> We are genetic offspring of our mitochondria. And there's variations of different types of mitochondria in our body that we can actually um, encode, decode and, and see where everybody came from. And this is the interesting thing about the missing link and stuff like that, because before 220,000 years ago, they have no idea where these mitochondria actually spawned up for. They're talking about the nuclear, the, the nuclear mitochondria and this is the, uh, what is it called? The, the maternal mitochondria, or th yeah. there's a name for it. Oh, paternal, isn't it paternal? No, it's, it's the, the female, it's, the, the, oh, so it is it's from female. the mother, it's from a mother, and they can date it back for all human beings on this planet, every single one of them, back 220,000 years to one single human female. Not exactly true. They can date almost everybody back to that one single human female, ex human female, ex except for the the other race that's on this planet. Um, we've we've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. So there are there are about there's about now five percent of the population that that is not traced. The back O to that. negatives. We have totally different blood. Yes, blanks. Um, but, the blue uh, bloods. You know the the missing link. It's it's funny. We did a true spiracy episode uh, a few weeks back, about a month or so ago. Um, have you heard of uh, Paolo Biglino? Paolo he's Biglino. A, no, I haven't. He, he is a he's an Italian biblical translator. Okay. Okay. Um, he translated the the Old Testament from the original 
Hebrew. And, uh, and eventually he was kind of disavowed by the Vatican because he put out the actual translation and they didn't really like what he had to say. He was on uh, Sarah Westall's Business Game Changers show uh, in 2018. And of course they scrubbed everything, but she had the original file. So she just put it back out again about a month ago, uh, which is where I heard this initially. So uh, he says, going down the biblical route, that actually God is not mentioned once in the Old Testament hmm. because it's been mistranslated. Uh, Elohim, which is what they translated to be God, uh, Elohim is both singular and plural. As well as feminine. Uh, and so it can't be God. In fact, he proposes that the Elohim were uh, a separate race, that the sons of God, the original sons of God, and different from the angels, um, well, he said the angels were part of them, but they're actually, the angels are different. Um, but that the Elohim genetically engineered us from Homo erectus and their own DNA to design a race of essentially slaves because they no longer wanted to do the manual labor that was required to keep up this planet. What does that sound like? That sounds like the Enki and Enlil, Anunnaki, and yeah. Doesn't it, though? It, it does. That's you know, that's so... That's straight from the old testament interesting I, I would love to see that interview so you gotta you gotta text that over to me uh, yeah we we just did our our camping trip down in the sand dunes and so when we were there we were there with jim price and jim's like this looks like a three hundred thousand year old mining excavation and, and i'm like whoa I, I think you're right like like nothing there makes sense it's the largest it's the largest body of natural glass that does not fit the geography in the world, as in the glass doesn't appear to have came from the mountains. Like the National Park Services says that it's basically sand runoff from the mountains over millions of years. But here's the thing. They did core sampling of this about 20 years ago, and they found a petrified forest underneath the sand dunes. The petrified forest is only 10,000 years old, which means that all that sand was deposited there within the last 10,000 years. Okay, and this is 34 square miles, 700 feet tall sand dunes. And we oh, were looking at the grandeur of the sand. Dude, this isn't mountain rocks. This is, it looks like you took like rock, stone, and everything like that and just meshed it up into a very, very fine grain. Everything is exactly the same size. It's crazy. But there's a petrified forest under it. Wow. Like the sand dunes in Lake Michigan? You know, those are the biggest sand dunes in the world? No, the ones in Colorado, I believe, are the biggest. Mm, I don't know. I think Lake... Uh, okay, well, well... Why are you at me? In the ones in Colorado, what's interesting is the native people who've lived in that region for thousands of years claim that they were made by the ant people who burrowed tunnels underground and the remnants of the tunnels was the sand. Hmm... We've heard that story too. Yeah, yeah. We've heard, we so the, actually they, heard that. You mean that they, heard well, that story down in Mexico? A race of aliens that lives in the hollow earth under the the crust. Yeah, we were down in Mexico. We Agartha. went to uh, where the hell did we? It's turned in the fringe. It was just you and me. <laughs> Fucking so daily funny. dose. <laughs> it was just you and me. Where did we go? What was that place we went to? Uh, the one with the big pyramid and the other thing. And I was I was making fun of the dude because I was like, no, dude, Tulum. that's. Tulum. So we're at this place, and uh, this guy told us a story about the uh, uh, Petapetra. The Petapetra was uh, supposedly the ant people, or they look like ants. Mm -hmm. They look like people. They had legs, 
but they had more than they had three arms per side. Wow. And uh, they, have, they have a picture of the Petapetro on this on this wall down there in Tulum. And I was, I was sitting there going, looking at it, and like this guy's telling the story about him. And basically said the same thing. So they, they lived on the earth. They came up. They burrowed tunnels everywhere. The sand is what was left behind. The sand that you see by the ocean and everything else, that's all the sand that they were trying to dump it and get rid of it, trying to make it disappear. That's why we have sandy beaches and all this other shit. So if you don't have sand on your beach, for instance, down in some of the eastern parts of Florida there, they don't have a whole lot of sand. There's a whole lot of coral. Uh, they were like, yeah, the Petapetra, they never went through all this shit, all this other crap. And I'm sitting here listening to the story going, wow, that's really crazy. And that sounds exactly like the story you just told me. Huh. I wouldn't doubt it. I, I, I seriously wouldn't doubt it. Um, but, you know, we have bigger problems in this world than where the sand dunes came from. We deal with that. Or Mike shitting on our face. And having sex on her face oh, and no. filling up our pores with whiteheads and blackheads. And I mean, I, I honestly, I, I have, um, or or that uh, old old uh, old laptop hard drives will allegedly crash when exposed to Janet Jackson music. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> so what? Say that again. Old laptop hard drives will allegedly crash when exposed to Janet Jackson music. Is that true? Yeah. 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 It sounds like something out of an urban legend, but some Windows XP era laptops using 5400 RPM spinning hard drives can allegedly be forced to crash when exposed to Janet Jackson's 1989 hit Rhythm Nation. Wow. <laughs> All right. Rhythm Nation will crash your old hard drive, but there's much bigger problems than that. Because if you're still running 5400 RPM, then you're, you're you got you, some issues. Yeah. All right. Let's jump into this. We had we had some new news that came out today. Uh, Trump Rico Rico case to Epstein related judge recused himself from Trump Rico case, then signed FBI warrant to raid on Mar-a-Lago. FBI likely took docs to uh, hide from case. So this is interesting. So. I had actually talked about this right during, right after the Trump raid. I said the same judge that signed that warrant is the one that Trump was uh, that recused himself back in June and July from the Clinton uh, Rico case that was going on. Donald Trump suing Hillary Clinton for 2016, right? And yep. it's the same judge. And now we're seeing this connection because so yesterday we talked about. Peter Strazik and how he was actually a CIA operative, which makes okay. complete sense. I don't know if you guys saw this information. I did. And I told Mick that because um, I was watching your show on it, went to pick up our kid last night. And uh, and I came back and, and he was like, yeah, of course, I already knew, we already knew that. And I was like, how did you know that? Would it, go ahead, please go. Well, originally, he's, uh, he's just a Leo debt. He's, uh, he's basically uh, a detachment officer sent yep. from the CIA to the FBI. Uh, he works at the FBI for all intents and purposes. However, his current employment is with the CIA. Uh, this was a program that was developed after 9-11. Uh, they said that agencies weren't talking to each other, so they, mm -hmm. the FBI provided so many to the CIA. The CIA pro provided. Now, look, 
folks, they don't get along. They don't work well together. It's like oil and water. They, they hate each other's guts. But they have these guys in these positions. Now, they are not appointed positions. They're just like the director of the CIA at that time appoints a person who goes over to the FBI. That's how it works. It's an appointed position with, from within the FBI or from within the CIA. So to think that Strazik was put there just on happenstance, um, no, I can guarantee that that's not the case. Right. I can put money on this. This is this is just like the other night, for instance, we were talking about uh, January 6th. We were talking about the bombers. I was like, it's it's lazy tradecraft. Fucking late. It's 100% lazy tradecraft. Planting the, planting he did the not identify the all the cameras. So like, I was sitting there. I was like, holy shit. It like hit me like a brick wall. But this is another perfect example of it. Look at this is the same. This is the same thing when you talk about Strasik and the CIA and the FBI. All it shows is that three agencies were working together against one person. Really, yep. that's what it boils down to. Well, and we knew that this came about because he got assigned there by John Brennan right before the election. Uh, when they Trump had won the primary. So we knew something was happening. Then we have the text messages that Peter Strasik and Lisa Page, who was an attorney at the FBI, were exchanging. In August 16th, uh, he tells Lisa, not to worry, we have an insurance policy against so that Trump can't win. Obviously, they're talking about the dossier and all this stuff. Deshenko's case starts next month. Now, What's interesting is I watch I, I watch this fuck I gotta find this uh, this article, and I think I got it off a of Drudge Report. Um, where is it? It's uh, ex oh, there it is ex officials. So this is absolute. You want to talk about fake news? Okay, this is CNN CNN exclusive. Ludicrous, ridiculous, a complete fiction. Former Trump officials say his claim of standing order to declassify is nonsense. Okay. So they've all come out. Everyone that we fired over the course of three years is all like, oh, no, we never heard that order. So Mulvaney, Kelly, 18 former Trump administration officials tell CNN they never heard of such an order issued during their time working with for Trump and that they believe the claim to be patently false. Oh, really? Really? Uh, Well, how about this? (laughs) Like January 19th, 2021. At my request on December 30th, 2020, the Department of Justice provided the White House with a binder of materials related to the Federal Bureau of Investigation's crossfire hurricane investigation. Portions of the documents in the binder have remained classified and have not been released to Congress or the public. I have requested the documents so that a declassification review could be performed and also could determine of what extent materials in the binder should be released in unclassified form. And he says right here, I hereby declassify the remaining materials in the binder. This is my final determination. Right there. That's it. All he has to do is put it in writing somewhere. He can write it on a fucking napkin. That's right. And this goes to the Attorney General, National Intel, uh, the DI, yep. uh, DNA, DNI, and the CIA. And look what happens. CNN comes out with this hits piece. Oh, it's all bullshit. He doesn't have that information. Yes, he did. Of course he did. Very interesting. And so yeah. he has this crossfire hurricane binder and what's in it Apparently, what he declassified is pertaining to, apparently, this is what we're hearing on the street, is apparent, uh, pertaining to Peter Strzok, testimony, witness testimony, that he was sent there by John Brennan. That he was a CIA operative working at the FBI, which is illegal. 
Okay, that's he can. Not, he can. Program, that's not. He he cannot investigate American citizens. He no. can work with them on international things in the sense of intelligence, but he cannot investigate American citizens. He cannot. It, it is a little wishy-washy. Uh, he cannot effectuate an arrest of an American citizen. He can investigation is investigation as long as he's not. Um, like, you're right. He he can provide evidence and information and intel directly. He's a liaison between the FBI and CIA. Exactly. Right. That's exactly. So what is he he can go back and check the records. Oh, we got this. This is what it is. But that's not what he was doing. He was leading the NF, the investigation as an FBI agent, which was not legal. Illegal. That's right. It was completely that's illegal. illegal. That's illegal, and you're not allowed to do that. They only have a foreign mission. That's the only mission the CIA's got is a foreign mission. They're not allowed to operate in the United States, even though we know differently. Right. Um, they do. They do operate all in the, the time. States. I'm sorry. Yeah. So ask anyone in the news media. So Crossfire Hurricane, right, is Trump has this binder, which he declassified. And this is what they were looking for because the evidence in that binder Trump was going to utilize with his lawyers in the RICO case that the one judge, Reinhardt, recused himself from and then signed the bench warrant to go search for that evidence that takes down the FBI. How do you enter evidence into an investigation legally? Which is why Trump asked for his documents back. That's right. And, and to boot. Because there's more to this, okay? And I said this. I called this. I called this. I told them that, <laughs> I told you all that, even in my show, the original classifying authority was going to come back to bite you in the ass. Yep. And we're there. Because he is, at all points of existence, while he's president of the United States, he is the original classifying, he's the highest level classifying authority in this country. Mm -hmm. He can classify and declassify things at will. He does not need an act of Congress. That is information provided by the United States government. Therefore, he can effectuate, classify, and declassify at will. Yep. Uh, they tried to make a big deal about this. Oh, well, it went to the private residence. The private residence, I'm sorry, folks, is still a TIF. He can bring whatever. He's got top secret phones in the private residence mm -hmm. that people can call on. I'm sorry. If he has top secret phones in the open, that is a skiff. He can bring classified material back to the residence as many times as you want. Now, as far as these boxes being down in Mar-a-Lago and all this other bullshit, you had 15 boxes that were secured in June 3rd of this year. 15 boxes. They said, well, you want these other boxes? No, no. Hey, Secret Service, throw a better lock on that door. Mm -hmm. You just fucked yourself. Because you just implicated the Secret Service in a crime of covering up shit, apparently, according to what I've heard about everything they're going after. What they're really going after, I guarantee, is January 6th shit, and they're going after Trump. They're trying to get all the evidence Trump's got, all of his fucking poker cards. That, And from what I, I know, from what I've heard from a couple of my guys, they've told me they didn't get anything. Nope. This is a big fugazi. This was planned from the get-go. They knew what they were doing. You knew what was coming. They were well aware this was part a mole hunt and part an eye opener. And they know exactly who the mole is now. Jared Kushner? No. Nope. No, Jared is definitely not the mole. No.
Mm. There's another one, though, that's... I, I think it's uh, what his uh, last personal attorney. One of one of them. Yeah, one of them. Not this uh, rub girl, but this. There's a blonde chick that's been uh, making her debuts um, on Fox News just ah, as recent as his Trump's former personal attorney. I see. No, it said former President Trump's personal attorney. Bad no, or no. whatever her name is. I know who you're talking about. No, the dark the the, the dark hair chick is Rob. Oh, She's not. I'm no, not, not talking not about her. Yeah, the other I'm one. I'm talking about the other one, and it said President Trump's former personal attorney. And I was like, okay. So what's also interesting is Judge Reinhardt. I think is set to meet uh, was today, but they've they delayed it. To uh, they're going to redact certain aspects of the affidavit to protect okay. to protect the FBI. So he. <laughs> Here's the deal with that. So, yeah, so he Reinhardt did order that today. But normally when they do this, there's a, a general standing order that they go in and and, you know, they go through the redactions and they might hold back some of it. But the rest of it will come out right away. Mm -hmm. But Reinhardt put a new special order in. So in a week when the DOJ comes back with their redactions, he is going to review all of it or the, the Trump team or they're going to dispute it or whatever. He is not going to release any of it until both sides come to an agreement about what should and shouldn't be redacted. We're never going to see that. No, and they're just going to drag this out. They want this to disappear right now because it, it didn't work the way they thought it would work. They thought that... The whole United States would be like, oh, my God, they're going to take down Trump. Yay. But that's not what's happening. Instead, it's back. It, it, it's backfiring on them. And they they have just set themselves up to lose the House and the Senate. Now, you, did you hear Mitch McConnell's coming out going, I'm really worried. worried. I don't think we can win the Senate now. Dude, this is fucked up. I, I called this Nate Silver who predicts elections except for the 2016 election, the actual legitimate one. Um, he came out and predicted that the Democrats will win the Senate by just three or four seats. Okay, and I said, oh, they're changing the narrative. Three months ago, we were going to win the House and the Senate. Now Nate Silver is coming out and saying, oh, no, the Democrats are going to win. Now Mitch McConnell's coming out and saying, we, we got to get strong. We got to do more campaigning. We're, they're going to take the Senate. How the fuck are the Democrats going to take the Senate? Well, they're putting out hit pieces on well, one one big commercial hit piece on the uh, basically the the stupid famous people that are running for uh, as conservatives, right? Dr. As America's candidates, you know, like Her Herschel Walker and uh, some other football player and whatever. You know, there's four of them total um, that were like, you know, either they were some kind of sports athlete you know, famous athlete or, you know, minor celebrity or whatever, Dr. Oz and whatnot, and how they're all going to lose because they're all idiots. Um, that was, you know, that that's what they're pushing right now. Those are the races that they're going to steal. And it's funny because they were all in battleground states, Georgia, Pennsylvania. Um, I think one was in Michigan and Wisconsin. Um, Maybe Wisconsin and Arizona, I think. So something like that. But, uh, you know, but it was like there's there's four 
minor celebrities that are currently running as conservatives. And yeah, those are the races that they're looking to cheat on. Yeah. Those are the, exactly the ones that they're looking to steal. There's no way that Herschel Walker is going to lose Georgia. I'm telling <laughs> you right, right now. Herschel Walker could rape a white girl on national television and still win Georgia right now. Yeah, they're saying Herschel Walker, Ron Johnson, and Dr. Oz are all running behind in the polls. Impossible. Didn't we... Uh, Who, who's uh, Walker running against? Uh, Warnock. Yeah, Warnock, Warnock, right? Yeah. And, and, the, and the reason I said that is because Raphael Warnock has been accused of raping... Uh, a couple of he's a self-proclaimed communist and and he's also uh he's also right now being sued civilly because he covered up child abuse at a summer camp that was run at his church and now it's come out that he's used campaign funds to pay for his legal defense in that civil suit that's herschel walker no, that's Raphael Warnock. That's, oh. Warnock. <laughs> that's Warnock. That's why I said that about Herschel Walker, that Herschel Walker could rape a white girl on national television and still won because Raphael Warnock basically did. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. So, so the, yeah. those, and that's what I've been saying is that they, I think they realize they can't take back the house, that they're going to lose the house, uh, but they're going to try for the Senate. And if you remember all those key, those Q posts where he talked about Senate, Senate was the prize. Senate was the key. Um, you know, maybe that this was foreshadowing that for the Democrats, this is their, their, their only win that they can get in the Senate. And the Senate is the most important because if they get the Senate, there's no impeachment. Absolutely. They can impeach all day long in the house, but if they don't have the Senate, you you can actually get rid of them. Yeah. And, and I think that that's what they're, I think that that's their best option. And if they don't get it, if they can't do voter fraud in three or four different elections, which I think that's what they're going to do is just, you know, we'll try to steal three or four different elections and see what happens um, is that we'll go to, we'll go to martial law soon after. Oh yeah. Oh, most definitely. If there's a red wave, there's a red wave. If we win the Senate and the house, they're going to martial law and they're securing power, just like Zelensky did in Ukraine. And then they're going to remove all the opposition. They're going to, Oh, January 6th commission has voted and all the senators and Republicans that were involved in it. Oh, you guys are all guilty. We're arresting you now. Yep. Okay. So one more time. I, I, it seems sometimes like when we get on these things, we, we talk in circles and we keep coming back to the same point because I could have sworn we had the same conversation that this is all, that's all Ukraine really was. It was like, Hey, a testing bed. Let's see what happens around the world. Let's see how the people react. How, how are the Americans going to react? How, how different? So if we do this in America, is the same thing going to happen here? Are we going to be able to attack like they did and effectuate such response from the people, an outpouring from the people? Are we going to be able to do that if we do the same thing here in America? Hmm. The government all of a sudden swoops out, takes out all the fucking patriots all at once. I mean, I say bring it, but... Man, you better pack a lunch because well, you're, you're going to need out. hundreds of thousands of federal agents, like eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents with eight hundred million dollars of new rounds and ammunition, uh, ammunition rounds and guns. Yeah. Okay, but hold, hold on there because we we've talked about this at length, and I'm and I when you came on our our show the other day, and thank you for that so much. Um, I I didn't I I should have brought it up then, but uh, I'm glad you brought that up because. A lot of that 87,000, you know, I think a lot of that is fear mongering. 
to be quite honest, because when you when you take away the fear and you think about it logically, you know how long it ta- it takes to train someone. John, and this right? is what we talked about: is that yeah. they have to go to Flitzy, they have to go to Quantico. It takes months. Yep, they're you're talking six to eight months process before you become at, a federal officer, at least. And then additional training on time. I mean, they're not going to be hitting the streets for a year or two. Yep, I agree. Flitzy, Flitzy alone is sixteen weeks. Yep. Okay. That's just the basics. That's just like the police academy, essentially for federal agents. It's like the easiest course you go through. And it's a basic course for everybody to understand federal law, understand how you investigate the authority, blah, 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 this, that, other thing. Then you go to your specialized training. Sometimes you go to, um, if you're going to become Bomb exposal, K-9, whatever it might be. Quantico, you're going to Quantico if you're becoming an FBI agent. If you're going to be doing Secret Service, you remain main there. Um, there's a couple other academies there. There's a bunch of different shit. DHS is in Quantico too, aren't they? Yes. Uh, but the biggest part about Quantico is once you're done there, I mean, that's just the beginning. Yeah. That's not to include everything it took to get there. Because remember, these guys are these guys are nerds. These guys are financial guys. They, they investigate... Yeah, you you go to become a statutory, you become a statutory special agent or something like that, where you are, you have to do like one or two years of shadowing of another federal agent before you actually are out and put on the beat and doing your own stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happen. So you're looking at about a two year process Mm -hmm. before you make part of this 87,000 fucking new new agents that they just hired or whatever all this money they just approved uh before that actually hits the ground running so we still got some time don't get me wrong i think it's dumbest thing i've ever heard but well let let me throw this in there because this is one something something that i'm very well aware of i worked for the airlines for many many years and when tsa began ramping up they opened up a division within the transportation security administration for federal agents and the que- it was questionable of whether they were going to send them the fleet seat or not or train them internally. And what they did is before it got approved by Congress to send them the fleet seat, fleet seat, they went in front of a magistrate, became federal officers, and they did their own internal training and were carrying guns and were federal officers for the TSA during that time. Yeah, it was the, the, the initiation of the Sky Marshal program. Correct. Well, there's the Sky Marshal. This is, this is T- armed TSA agents. No, no, I know. Yeah. yeah it was Because the, supposedly they're undercover. But this was prior to Sky Marshals. When we came up with the idea for Sky Marshals, where they actually put these guys in a closed database, the biggest part about it was the reason that they didn't want to go to Fletzi was because they didn't want to be known as federal agents. They wanted their identities kept secret. So that way, when they were on the plane, everybody thought they were just another passenger. And, and nobody knew that they were an armed federal and, agent. And just remember... Is all it takes this we're talking about radical progressive communists here, okay? Is all they have to do is go line me up. Welcome, federal agent, you have part of Gestapo. Right? It, it's really that simple. They don't want them to have proper training. I mean, it could really be that fucking simple. If they need the manpower, they will get it. Are you sure you don't live in South Park, Colorado? Yeah. <laughs> Because that was fucking a really good Cartman inter- interpretation. Well, so right I, 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 I've been watching a lot of uh, South Park on TikTok. So Obviously. There we go. Um, Obviously. I got my Cartman in me, man. Antifa put out uh, an ad in Portland, I believe, um, telling them, telling the people to go sign up 
for to be IRS agents so that they could kill Trump supporters. There you go. Legal. Yeah, so they can legally kill Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, New, Jer- New Jersey Teachers Union condemns parents as extremists in a new YouTube ad. You seen no. the shit? Nice. No. <laughs> when extremists start attacking our schools, that's not that's not who we are, the video says. People who only want to fight to score political points should take that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Mm. I kind of want to see this video now. Let me see if I got it. I got the post. It's from the New York Post, but their their videos are like Yeah, their videos are wonky. Yeah. Well, uh, do you hear about in DC they're requiring the jab for all students and 40% of the black teenagers uh, are not jabbed and are not going to get jabbed. So hmm. as it's as from the Daily Signal, as D.C. plans to ban 40% of black teens from the school, mayor rejects D.C. COVID-19 vaccine numbers. So, um, yeah, basically someone confronted her at a press conference and was like, don't you care that you're basically you're banning 40% of, of the students from, from school? And she said, well, I don't think those numbers are real. Oh, the, God. Those numbers New came straight from her database. From her office. From her office, yeah. Yeah, you know, we got a problem in America, and the problem is the people. You know, it's funny, too, because um, it doesn't matter how we talk about this argument. Uh, everybody, everybody on the anti-gun side runs it as, well, you know, it's the guns that kill people. No, it's not. It's the people that kill people. That's it. People kill people. They don't like people, whatever. They kill people. It's not the guns. Guns don't have anything. One, one of the best memes I've ever seen. One of the best memes I've ever seen was the AR-15 on the guy's kitchen table pointed out the front window with a round in the chamber. And he comes back and goes, day three. And still the AR-15 has not killed anybody that walked by. <laughs> right? It's the truth. And, yep. you know, pencils don't write stories. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. And people write stories. People write stories. That's right. And, you know, the whole gun argument is systematically flawed. Um, Do we have a problem with. Well, go ahead, Vilan. Sorry. I said Alex Baldwin really did pull the trigger. Yeah, absolutely. He did. And he did it because he was told to. Yep. Because what's her name was actually um, doing an investigation on human trafficking. Very much like Ann Hash, very much like Chris Cornell. Mm-hmm. The list yeah, goes I, on. I, I just, I, I just heard said. about the Ann Hash thing today. Um, we talked literally. Can, I tried to bring it up to you like last week, and you're like, nah. I, I, ah, I, fuck Ann Hash. <laughs> I was because I was like, yeah, fuck her. But I just heard this story like from somebody else today, and I was just like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Didn't watch our show, Josh. So <laughs> the Ann Hash thing. Somebody explain this to me. So. She Why was she okay. Do you do you remember Michael Hastings? Yes, Breitbart reporter who broke yes. the story on General McChrystal, who was the head of the yes. CIA, with yes. all the information, and McChrystal had to resign in disgrace. And yes. then Michael Hastings, um, his car sped down the streets of Los Angeles at 135 miles per hour, and then blew up on impact after hitting a tree. 
Yes. Okay, and he died, char- body charred. His wife yeah. came out and said it was a CIA hit, that he had called her ahead of time and said something was wrong, There's something's not right, and then she was silenced. Um, go watch the video of Anne Hesh's car flying down rural public roads. They're saying first that she was intoxicated. They found zero evidence of that. She was had a little bit of cocaine and fentanyl in her system. The fentanyl was most likely from the painkillers given to her yeah. by the paramedics. Cocaine doesn't make you drive like a maniac. It makes you drive more alert, okay? And she was doing probably about 85-90 down a, a pedestrian rural neighborhood and then crash yep. into this house. The car's not even on fire when they arrived there. They said that her body was badly burned, okay? They cover her face. They don't put her in a body bag. They cover her face, and she gets up and tries to get off the gurney and escape before getting in the ambulance and then dies two days later after they say she was in a coma and unconscious. Okay, none of this makes any sense whatsoever. Now, and when she pops up off the stretcher, there's no burns on, the, yeah, on her back. Absolutely no burns. Her hair is completely fine. Burned. Yep. So then Lifetime comes out the next day and says, we don't, we understand. And in memory of Anne Hesh, we are going to still be releasing her documentary, The Girl in Room 13, about human trafficking. Hmm. Hmm. And so she was Chester Bennington. She was Chris Cornell. She was Kate Spaded, okay? Paul Walker. Paul Walker, right? Yep. This is what they do to people who, who want to investigate these things, and most likely people who get a little too close, right? Well, I, I'm, I'm not arguing any of that. I oh, just, no, I know you're not. I didn't know the Anne Hesh connection. I, I was trying to find her, her connection to it all that she would have been, because I, I hadn't heard that she was doing a whole I documentary told you that. on child trafficking. I because, literally told you that wow. during the show. <laughs> okay. Touche. I, I just, yeah, at first, I just, I thought it was, you know, okay. I, I was waiting. I was waiting my time to make sure before I said anything about it, but it was also the whole point that I was like, it's Anne Hesh. So shit. I ignored it too. I was like, about yeah, her. it's fucking Anne Hesh. She's a flick. You know, Ellen's ex girlfriend, flaming liberal. I don't care, right? And people just kept on sending me stuff like, dude, you need to look at this. I'm like, fine, I'll look at it. I'm like, whoa, this is some shit. And now, well, I've, like now I, I'm hearing that she and Ellen broke up, and this is just, you know, in the rumor mill, but she and Ellen broke up because she and sent her down that road because she found out about some of the shit that Ellen was into, mm. and she started no, down that investigation road. No, see, I heard that today. See, this is where things weren't adding up. I, I was hearing broken shit, so yeah. it was really hard to listen to it, but the... This it must be this solar mass erection or whatever the fuck's going on right now. Um, but the I heard that, but it was it wasn't about that. She found out about Ellen and Wayfair. That's what they said. Whatever this guy was talking about today, he said it was about the Ellen and Wayfair thing. Oh, I thought and it was that Ellen was, and Epstein. But mm-hmm. okay. Well, Wayf- Wayfair is Wayfair, just Epstein, another way connected. of saying Epstein, really. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well. Well, hold on, hold on, and and I might actually have something here. Actress Anne Hash and Republican Jackie Warlowski deaths linked to CIA QNX murder device. Because just a week earlier, yeah, yeah, Jackie Warlowski died in yep. the car accident. Yep. Right? Yeah. Another fiery car crash. They first they said that the other person went crossed the line and came to her side, and then all of a sudden the story changed. And no, actually she crossed the line and went to their side. Mm-hmm. 
And, and we know this technology exists, but the question is, is did Anne Hesh know Warlowski and how were they connected? If so, was she was she given her information, evidence about the stuff? Because we know politicians are heavily involved. Um, we had Catherine O'Brien on. Uh, I highly recommend you guys her to you guys for Truth Spiracy. Um, but she's a survivor of MK Ultra. She was one of the people that was basically prostituted in Washington D.C. in the '90s, the '80s, and the '90s to Daddy Bush and all these other people, Bill Clinton. Um, and she's got an interesting story to tell. But um, some some of this stuff is incredibly legitimate. And that if this information got out, it, it they'd kill people over this. Many people don't know this. During the 1989 elections, or going the the elections going into what 92 or whatever. No, the Bush Daddy Bush's 88 elections. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 88 elections. There was a news article, I believe, from the Washington Post that came out pertaining to the uh, the guest list at the White House, and this was political smear against George Bush, who was vice president at the time, okay, of 14-year-old male prostitutes being brought into the White House after hours, 1 and 2 a.m., continuously seeing George, George Bush and the people that he was having entertaining at a party. And this news article was released, and it was Peter Jennings who brought yep. this forward and called him out on it. And immediately after, Peter Jennings was freaking crushed. Yeah, he was gone. Yep. Huh. Yeah, the, uh, what, oh, what did Pelosi call it? The wrap-up smear. Yep, the wrap-up smear. There you go. The wrap, we just played that clip tonight. It's an oldie, but a goodie. The wrap-up smear. It, it, it's just crazy to me because when you think about this, everybody that's involved in this, um, I, I I don't know where I, I I want to evaluate them and say that they're they're a great enemy. They're tactically smart. They're patient. They're aware of what's going on. And then there's other parts of me that want to say these people are the biggest retards I've ever seen. They have no idea what they are doing. Um, I, I I always bring I always remember this because I remember um, Ben Franklin in uh, one is one of his earliest works that I've that I've read that I found. He wrote a paragraph about what the British were doing at the time. And he said, I, I, I actually fear what's going to happen because the people in this country are, are, are through. They're, they're done. It's over. There's such love loss throughout these colonies that we can no longer endure any time in which a country such as Great Britain will ever rule over us again. I fear anyone else in the future after this happened and after we win, Mm -hmm. I fear whatever happens to anybody else that tries to do this to these people. Yeah. Because you can't put this back in a box. Nope. You can't. They've tried. So how about this? Is this type of stuff is not new to this country. Have you ever heard of Ben Franklin was potentially a serial killer? I did. His, he used to live at a house on 37, 36 Craven in London. Yep. Okay, yep. before moving to the United States in 1998, they were renovating the house when they found 1,200 pieces of bone underneath the house, identifying 15 different bodies, including six children. Yep. Yep. Ben also, Franklin ben, also was a. Also, remember, we have to 
Never we, trust we, a man who wears a wig and stockings. Ben, we ben we Franklin always call was him a complete sex addict as well. Yeah, he I was about to say more children. More more mixed children. Yeah, because he was banging everything moving in Philadelphia. But and we found that out it was really weird. We found it out on a really cool bow, tour. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, he was yeah, getting exactly. it on. He was getting it on. He yep. had like over a hundred some odd some odd illegitimate children that everybody claims is um and apparently he liked his women like he liked his coffee. Yes. So a lot of them was, did. Jefferson was like that. Uh, Washington had a long time mistress, a long time. Yep. Um, Very so, true. And, and that yeah. it's just so funny because he saw it. He saw the writing on the wall. They thought he was. Uh, they thought he was the murderer. The what the, the hell was it? The London murderer. The guy that um, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, Jack the Ripper. I mean, it's it was way 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 late. But I mean, I was just like, how is he Jack the Ripper? I was like, Frank no, Jack that's the bullshit. Um, Get out of here. But yeah, I, actually, I, I, Thomas Jefferson started banging his black mistress. He was like, she was her, his daughter's um, like playmate. I think he started banging her when she was like 13. Hmm. They're brutus. Yeah. What do you want? They were running the country. They were putting a country together. Well, and they were, I mean, they were all Freemasons, uh, Illuminati. I mean, just look at Washington, D.C. Look at the back of the dollar bill. Come so on. this is interesting because you just mentioned Jack the Ripper. Um, according to one theory, theory, Prince Albert Victor, the grandson of Queen Victoria, was responsible for the infamous Jack the Ripper slains in Whitechapel. Yeah, and that's that. why they never caught him, because he was a member of the royal family. I heard that in London when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that more than once, I think. Yeah. I want to say I heard that. That was like a common knowledge in, in London when I was growing up. I lived there for a couple of years, and it was like common knowledge that, that Prince Albert okay. was Jack. So transition from Fringe back into this. Okay, so Ukraine just did. Oh, so we have. Okay, so the DHS that just came, DHS bulletin that just came out that Project Veritas has put out that's now public, right? They talk about dirty bombs in there. We had the PSA, the public service announcement from New York City, talking about if there's a nuclear attack, go to your go to your apartment building, which is wooded and glass. Take off your clothes and take a shower. Sit back, eat your popcorn, and listen to the radio and wait for authorities while you die a miserable fucking death. Okay, so now, okay, I'm going out fucking. I'm just saying, dude. Listen, I'm I'm setting the narrative here. Nuclear drill in Ukraine to prepare for all scenarios. And Zaporizhia, Ukraine, they are running nuclear drills. Okay. This is at the same time that there's rhetoric coming out. This is from the Daily Beast. Is Putin plotting to unleash hell on this holiday, which is the Russian Independence Day? At the same time, there was a hit piece on political about how Russia... Could uh, how Russia is saying that there's problems at the nuclear plant that they've taken over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Russia hasn't said shit about this, but they're saying that Russia is saying that that is happening. Then you have the UN that comes out and says NATO says urgent need to ins or sorry NATO NATO says urgent need to inspect Ukraine nuclear plant. Guys, they're setting this up for a false flag event against Russia. They're gonna basically. They're basically going to have an explosion happen at one of these nuclear plants. They're going to blame it on Russia. You're going to have fallout in the area, and it's going to get NATO involved. And uh, I want to say 
on Russian state TV. It was either Russian or Chinese state TV. They came out the other day and basically said exactly that, that they are they're wagging the dog towards a, yep. a nuclear explosion and um, that 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 they're planning a false flag and they're going to blame it on Russia and that all of this rhetoric is their narrative building up to that. And people need to understand that Russia's um, when this happens, it's not them. So, yep, uh, I'm trying to find it. There was a story I just saw. Yes, uh, today. It was today. I just saw it, and I can't find it now. Uh, nuclear alarms went off in Japan just today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was an accident, according to the Japanese government. Uh, it was completely an accident. Somebody, like, hit the wrong button type thing. They, like, mashed the red button oh, instead like of the blue button. Hawaii, yeah, or... like what happened in Hawaii with uh, the exactly. missile inbound? Yeah. Exactly. So they, they had this big alert and supposedly um, somebody was quoted as saying, and that's what I was looking for because I wanted to make sure I get this right before I quote, get sued for saying something wrong. Well, I'll just say the gist. It, it, it was basically, he basically said, yeah, this is why we got to do this. And uh, this is why this had to happen. And like his mic was still live after. Yeah. And he was saying this to somebody else, um, an underling, because I, I could hear the way he was talking. It was definitely he was talking down to somebody, but he was like, it doesn't matter because this is the way it has to happen. This is what we have to do. And I was like, all right, then hmm, this is the way it has to happen. Yep, sure is. Hmm. Well, and someone was talking about when you when you talk about the media, it's, it's almost like they say this a lot and they do say it a lot. And the reason is, is because they're setting a precedence for the narrative, which means that if if this let's let's just hypothetically say a false flag event sometime in mid-September occurs where a nuclear plant, an explosive device goes off near a nuclear plant and produces fallout and kills millions of people or affects millions of people. And NATO says now we have to get involved because Russia is careless. Okay, let's say that that happens. Now they can go back the six months of the media and show the string of the narrative that they just showed. Oh, we've been saying this for six months. Look here, here. This is what Putin said. This is what this is what Russia said. And, and there's no facts tied to any of this. Just rhetoric from the media. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then and the other reason they say it over and over and over again because unless unless you're like. If you only hear it once, you're probably not going to remember it. Yep. But you you hear it three or four times. Echo chamber. It's going to stick in your head. You Think hear about it. Th- you hear it a dozen times in a day, and and now you believe it. Think about this new normal. Mm-hmm. New normal. How many people have bought into this new normal bullshit? Equity. So I just got sent this too. Is uh, Russia orders its staff to lead the Zaporizhia nuclear plant? Yeah, I just heard it. I just saw that one come through too. Yep. Yeah, I got the same one, which is interesting because what does that mean now? Well, yeah. So, so it says right here, Moscow has ordered uh, Rosatom, the state-run nuclear firm, for firm officials to steer clear of the facility, which has become the main flashpoint in the war in Ukraine. Russia's defense ministry has also warned it could shut down the remaining two operating reactors at the facility because of the alleged Ukrainian shelling. It comes after Russia accused Ukraine of planning a false flag attack on the plant. Kremlin forces have transformed Europe's largest nuclear plant into a safe zone used to launch artillery fire at targets in Ukrainian-held territories and Western Bank. Uh, the con- So basically, Russia's, yep, you're right. Russia's calling them out for a fucking false flag, and that's exactly what's going to happen because that's the only way NATO can get involved. Yep. Yep. And then once NATO gets involved, we're guaranteed to be there. Well, we already it's- got 110,000 troops over in, in yep. Europe. 
Just sitting there in Germany, just waiting. And guess what happens? Right when that begins, then Iran goes after Israel. And then right after that, China goes into Taiwan. Uh, no, China's going to go into Taiwan first. You know why? Well, I, I agree. That's the black swan event. That's what I've been saying. Israel is going to be saved for last. Very true. Israel is going to be saved for last. You know, it, it, whoa, whoa, it, there, there's whoa, a... Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Whoa. <laughs> How about we go back? Explain to me why Israel is going to be saved for last. That this a is a Oh, that's a good point. Saving Israel for last. Saving Israel, yeah. And you got to remember, the BRICS nations, Trump made deals with these guys. He yep. was also good good friends with um, um, Robini over in Iran. Trump, they were talking. Remember the back channels between Switzerland that Trump and Robini were talking through? The president of Iran? So think about this. This, this very well could be a fucking plan. How do you think Iran got into the whole Abraham Accord anyway? I mean, that was all part of it. It was all Trump's doing. Mm -hmm. Trump had the backdoor connections there. Through his business dealings, he had people that were in places of power that could effectuate change. He was getting change done. Um, and then go fucking figure that the goddamn, you know, fucking liberals had to go fuck it all up. Go figure. Yeah. Well, you know, when we look at this, though, we have a black swan event potentially coming. Um, then I don't know if you guys saw what I was talking about with the Q post number one, where it says HRC and we know names and places can be switched out. Well, yeah. What, what if that was actually DJT is yeah. that they flag us passport. The indictment gets unsealed on the 30th of October. They flag us passports and they arrest them on 11 three, which is kind of serendipitous for Hillary Clinton because Comey reopened her investigation into the emails three days before the election. And what better way to ruin all the Trump's candidates' days right before the election with the arrest of Donald Trump? But welcome. Welcome, Josh. Welcome to my world. We had this conversation uh, about uh, eight months ago now. You and I uh, had this conversation. No, no. We had this conversation with Josh on his show, and we talked about all of this, and uh, I actually explained exactly the same thing that he just spoke word for word exactly like he just said it and i'm just welcoming you to my world and <laughs> you are permitted to enter my gates thank you so well much. we always knew trump would be the first arrest the first indictment on seal and and so this all makes a lot more sense now so We'll see. And in China, I think China taking into Taiwan, that'll be a global financial collapse, black swan event. That's going to kick it all off. China's on the verge of financial collapse right now, so they really have no choice but to go in, especially if they see the, the Republicans winning the midterms um, with, uh, with the Democrats not being able to steal. They have to go in before January because they will basically lose everything if they don't. So we're in a very critical time. What was it? Uh, yeah, it was Pasovic, I think, yesterday. He was talking about uh, China, too, and the money problem that they have or, or they're, they're experiencing right now uh, that is going to be a huge problem here very shortly. And uh, did you see what that new chips bill did to China? No. Did you hear about that? That's what he was talking about. There was a page in there in the bill that says that we're not going to buy Chinese chips. Mm-hmm. We're buying chips from Taiwan. Interesting. Well, guys, listen, we're, we're, we're going to have you back on next week. We got to have you back on next week because this is a fucking hoot. 
I think we can do it. If you guys can do a, a long ass show, your three hour show, and then another hour and a half of this one, we'll do it again next it week. Bother us. I think it'd be fun to bring you guys back on, but we are out of time. We got to get off because, uh, Roku is uh, ending here in just a few minutes. So, guys, don't forget tomorrow there is no uh, – we'll let you know if there's going to be a conversation on the fringe. If uh, we can find a host to do the show, Vince still doesn't have internet, so we can find a host to do the show. We'll do a conversation on the fringe. Um, I will not be there. I will, I'm taking a vacation day. Um, I have a part, going away party to go to for a few people, and then my wife's leaving for Minnesota the next day. So I have a lot of things to take care of tomorrow. But if we can get a show on for you, we'll get a show on for you tomorrow night. Uh, don't forget the Dark Delight show in the morning. You can visit the Patriot Party podcast at redpills.tv slash ppp. Redpills.tv slash PPP. Thanks for everybody who donated on the Battle of the Streams tonight. As well as we have some new merch coming out. I'm going to let you guys know. I'm getting it all ordered up and hopefully in time for the Reckoning Fest. If you guys are going to be in Texas uh, on the 27th and 28th, go to ReckoningFest.com. Use that ambassador code REDPILL and get yourself out there and meet me. I'll be speaking, I believe, on Saturday afternoon, early evening. Please go ahead and check that out, ReckoningFest.com. Other than that... Mick and V-Lynn, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Always a pleasure, John. Always. We appreciate you. All right. And everybody else, you guys have a fantastic night. We'll see you again next time.